You're listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics. And we're back here on the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Nate Klaus, Robin Washett as we continue this discussion um, about the ever-moving college football calendar. Now, the calendar did turn this week as well. Um, starting Monday, uh, college football teams entered what's called the organized workout phase. Um, if, if you've paid attention, it's been pretty dark on social media. Um, the team has been on campus you know, doing workouts since June 1. A lot of guys have been in Lincoln the entire time doing workouts at different places. Uh, but this week was kind of the first week we've gotten a glimpse of the Husker football team really back at it. And um, Zach Duvall, um, you know, gave some tweets, showed some guys like Marvin Scott, the freshman running back, working out, and Cam Jurgens, and then uh, Nash Hutmacher, the true freshman from Chamberlain, South Dakota. Um, just some some teases to kind of get people excited that, hey, you know what, we are in here, we are getting after it, guys are working hard. Um, and this will go on for about two weeks before they go into the mini camp phase. So this week, and then when once they get into the mini camp, Robin, I think those are going to be the mile markers now to watch closely. Yeah, and so, I mean, at least uh, Zach Duvall was nice enough to throw Husker fans a bone. I know we've been asked multiple times about progress guys are making in the weight room. Anybody standing out? Well, he gave you some video evidence of a few of those. That Marvin Scott video, yeesh. That guy does not look like a 18 <laughs> Well, he's a, he's a bodybuilder, right, Nate? Yeah. Well, not a bodybuilder, but he's powerlifting. powerlifting. Yeah, he was the, the Florida State powerlifting champion uh, as a junior, and he and – had it not gotten shut down, he probably would have won it as a senior too. I'm assuming. Mm. So, I mean, for his weight class, um, but yeah, that's you don't in Florida, <laughs> you don't win any yeah, type no of state doubt. championship without being on a different level. So, you know, at least those give you a glimpse that uh, you know it's some positivity. You know, guys are, are working and they're they're looking like they're making some pretty good gains. And if there is a season, and we all hope there is, that. Uh, Nebraska's got a lot of players that uh, are going to be ready to potentially make some big jumps this year. And, uh, you know, Cam Jurgens is definitely one that's at the top of that list. Obviously, last year uh, was a bit of a transition for him. Well, he looks uh, full on war daddy right now. Uh, with you look at some of the videos you see of him, uh, somebody on uh, Twitter put us to the, a side by side of uh, him at the Friday Night Lights camp. As a freshman, as sophomore a, in high school. Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> and a video of it, the most recent video. Uh, and man, talk about a trans transformation. So you know, that's at least some you know sliver of optimism that you know if if we do get football nebraska is going to be ready to go yeah i think it's i think it's good for fans to get any any type of taste of football right now um just to at least feel like things are are normal you know this is this is the type of year or time of year where usually you're hearing some stories about you know what summer workouts are like or, or who's been impressing or what the guys have been doing uh, but really you haven't heard anything uh, up until now and so to get it just to get that glimpse of of the team in the weight room and, and working hard uh, I think is is pretty is pretty nice and kind of refreshing almost to kind of feel like things are somewhat normal right now you're listening here to the Husker Lions show Sean Callahan Robin Washett Nate Klaus and Nate, I, I ran into Nuri Noelli even at the Shrine Bowl, uh, the Colorado State German Exchange shoot. He was up to 325, Jeez. and he said he still has a, a 31, 32-inch vertical and wow. can, can run a sub-five. Um, but, yeah, we, we were just kind of talking about the O-line. He said, yeah, Cam Jurgens is our most athletic guy there. I mean, what he does. And you, you look at that move 
a year ago with Cam Jurgens. I know it was meant with some criticism with the struggles they had, but I wrote this in the chat on Tuesday. It was kind of one of those, all right, we're going to take one step back, but then we're going to take two steps forward. And you look at now where Jurgens appears to be, he's a leader in that line room. Um, you know, he's got the kind of personality you want to build a line around, and you got him now for three more years. Well, and you just look at the progress he made from game one to the, the finale. I mean, the back half of the season when he finally – settled down and figured out and how he's to, coming off major injuries yeah, and, yeah i mean if people forget that he was almost a, a question mark to even play in that opener and uh, they kind of threw him in there at the last minute so uh you know he had to kind of hit the ground running and clearly he struggled with that a little bit but once things slowed down for him a bit he got significantly better and nebraska's offensive line got significantly better and i don't think that that's uh you know just a coincidence i think when cam improved uh that set the tone for that entire group yeah not only did he <laughs> you know, play a new position last year. He hadn't played football for, you know, yeah. two, almost two years. I mean, he got hurt his senior year. Um, I think it was a broken foot. And, um, well, no, he had the – he had the – he broke that he broke his leg, right? So, I think the, his junior year he broke his foot and then he broke his leg and then he broke his foot again. Um, he had all these injuries. He hadn't played football in like two years, changed positions completely. Um, yeah, he, I mean, he's completely transformed his body. And even, like you said, Robin, from the first game of last year until the final game, he improved so much. And so, um, you know, to see a guy, young guy, who's going to be able to anchor that center position, who's as athletic as he is and has made the strides that he's made is, is pretty, uh, pretty refreshing, I think. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Robin Washington, Nate Klaus, as uh, we kind of talk the next steps forward. And, you know, another thing to watch, the Nebraska Shrine Bowl took place this weekend. Uh, in Kearney, it was the first football game played in the country since the XFL and the Super Bowl back in March. Um, the XFL was the last, I think, actual game played. Um, but what you had were a number of players in Kearney, Nebraska, for a week. They went through full contact practices in a training camp setting. Um, then they played in a game uh, against another team that they weren't practicing with for that entire week. And now those players are back on campus for Nebraska. I believe there's about nine walk-ons um, that return from Kearney. They're undergoing a quarantine process. They will be tested for the coronavirus. If none of those guys test positive, I mean, that, that has to be looked at. People need to be like, okay, we've got a case study here. They, they check symptoms. They check protocols. And now these kids return back, and they were properly checked out and tested, and there were no positives. Now, and if there are positives, that need, I mean, no matter what happens with these kids that played in Kearney for the Shrine Bowl, I think that needs to be looked at by football experts and people around the country as we try to move forward. Well, I mean, it's the first uh, real example we have of being able to play football in the coronavirus era because it was the first uh, competitive full-on football game that was played since the pandemic really hit so uh you know i mean this is the the first step and if they can get through this without any significant setbacks coronavirus related uh that's going to be a important step maybe just a little step but it's going to be an important step towards getting things uh closer and closer to football this fall and so yeah i mean <laughs> uh all eyes are going to be watching this it's crazy to think that the shrine bowl could have national implications but it does i mean if like you said one way or the other it's like a lab almost yeah if yeah. they if they come out of it clean everybody's going to be pointing to the saying wow hey maybe we can do this maybe there's more optimism for holding a season this this fall but you know if there are uh you know positive cases and it turns out this was a terrible idea you know, that might be the, the final uh, shovel of dirt on the grave there. Well, and, and the thing about it is this was not some sort of impromptu, 
you know, scrimmage. This is uh, uh, these guys spent a whole week practicing, yeah. and there were you know training staff involved and coaches involved, and and so many other people aside from the ninety or so players that were involved. So um, yeah, I think this is like the ultimate case study. If it worked, and uh, players come out healthy, and and the coaching staffs, and and even you know the medical uh, trainers and whatnot. If everybody comes out of this healthy. Um, you know, they're going to look, everyone across the country should look at, okay, what, what are the steps they followed? What was the protocol involved and rules and regulations and whatnot? You're listening here to the Husker online show as, uh, we kind of put a wrap on things and I wanted to hit on this international issue because for f- Nebraska football, they've got one scholarship player here, not here yet. Daniel Cherney, the punter from Australia, uh, basketball has got a couple guys, um, and I, I know they're starting to maybe become some concern for all these athletes, particularly now Cherney with football, that he may not be able to get on the in, into the country uh, with what's going on right now with travel visas. Yeah, with basketball too. I mean, obviously Thor, uh, Thor Bjorn Arson and Ivan Wajerogo are both uh, overseas in their respective uh, home countries, and no one knows. I, you know, I keep getting asked, uh, do they have any update on you know, what that time frame looks like? And no, there is no update because it depends on uh, the United States government. And even then, the next step, uh, you know, the, the respective international countries and what they're allowed to, for people to travel. And so there's a lot of dominoes that need to fall. And given the state of the world right now with this, this COVID stuff, it doesn't look like anything's gonna happen anytime soon and so at least with all three of those guys basketball and football they at least have access to first class facilities i mean they're, they're going to get their work in uh, so from a, a competitive standpoint they're going to be in shape but you know especially with basketball uh the time they're missing just with the the chemistry building and the bonding of with their new teammates and a you know completely revamped roster that's important and as we saw last year you can't overstate how important that is i suppose the other key part too is you know who's who's involved who are, who are the people helping these guys you know if there were just some some normal joe who's not going to be you know on scholarship playing a you know, major sport at a major university they may not have the re- the proper people in their corner helping them along so i'm sure that's that's at least something they have going for them all right much more to come here as we'll continue the discussion you're listening here to the huskar online show